Today I have the pleasure of talking to um, event expert Greg Donovan from the Outback Music Festival group. He is um, the founder of Big Red Bash in Birdsville, Queensland, and more recently the Monday Monday Bash in Broken Hill, New South Wales. Today I'm talking to Greg as part of our 2021 event expert series where we chat with a range of event experts on their top learnings from COVID-19 and what they see as the silver linings. Also, what they see is the biggest change coming for our events industry. And also, we ask them, what are their hot tip or what is their hot tip for a recommended resource for event organisers? Now, let's chat to Greg. Uh, g'day, I'm Greg Donovan. I'm the uh, organiser of the Birds Will Big Red Bash, which is um, a very big music festival in Outback Australia. We, we draw about 10,000 people to the Simpson Desert outside Birdsville for three days of um uh, Aussie uh, rock and music, and yeah, it's a great, great Outback event. We've won the uh, Outback Event Awards for the last couple of years, and uh, got a sold out festival. I think we're the first festival in Australia to uh, to have sold out for 2021. So we're really, really looking forward to next year. So 2020 has been a very challenging year for everybody in events. I'm really interested to know, Greg, what you have learnt through this process, and what are some of the positive things that you're going to take away for your event to help it in the future? Yeah, 2021 has been a, I'm uh, oh, sorry, 2020 has been a, a year uh, like no other in the events industry and, uh, you know, it's full of learnings and, um, you know, it's been uh, pretty dark places for a lot of event organisers but, you know, I guess you've always got to look on the bright side and look to the future. So I think, you know, lessons that we've learned is, you um, yeah, just to be patient and hang in there, and just look at look at how you can reinvent yourself uh, in the short term, and and uh, so things like um, you know just making sure you look after us, your staff, you know, keep moving forward with plans, and um, focus on the longer term. But you know, one of one of the big I guess pluses for us and why we're able to survive into the future is that we've you know we've had a successful uh, festival and successful business for a few years now, and. What we've done is all the money we've uh, we've made out of that festival, we've just left in the company, really for a rainy day. Um, so I guess it just shows the old the old adage, you know, you've got to you've got to put something away for a rainy day. And um, we never thought it would rain like this, but it's been pissing down. <laughs> and, uh, it's uh, I think without you know without that money that we put away from successful years, we'd uh, we'd be we'd be gone. So I think that's a really important lesson that you really should. Uh, you know, should get that capital behind you. It's just like in your personal life. People say you've got to have enough money to tide yourself over if you lose your job or something happens, and it's the same with the business and particularly events business. You can have good years, but you can have bad years. So similar to a farming business, you have your ups and downs, but, you know, this year has been a zero year and uh, no no income and, um, you know, all the, all the, the expenses. So yeah. that's a big lesson for us. So, and and I've heard maybe, maybe for others. Yeah, I've heard a few events say that actually. It's like the rainy year has finally come, you know, and it, I, I don't think it matters how big or small your event is, even events that are volunteer run that may feel they're a community event. I think it's so important to still build up that financial backing, you know, to have that kitty in place so that you can bounce back from something like this. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you always need the working capital to, to get an up, event up and going. I, I mean, it's like the event, all events. It's um, 
a lot of money goes out the door before um, you know any money comes in. Sometimes you get sponsorships and grants and that sort of stuff up front that'll help out. But if you're relying on ticket sales, which which is our main source of um, revenue, you obviously sell your tickets before the event, but you cannot bank on that money until you've delivered the show because um, you know if you can't deliver that show, that the money doesn't belong to you. So mm. it's really really important to make sure that you uh, can sustain yourself. Through um, you know, through a, a drought year for for your event, so I guess we'll be learning from that and going forward, and and obviously keeping plenty of, you know, if we uh, pick things up and are successful, have a successful year in twenty twenty one, we'll be um, you know, we'll be socking that away. We won't be going out buying uh, boats or fancy cars or anything like that. It'll uh, it'll sit there for uh, for the next time something comes up. Hopefully, not something like this. No. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> But you never you never know what might come up. I mean, we we ensure, uh, you know, obviously we ensure our event for cancellation, and you know, for ninety nine percent of the sort of things that would lead to an event being cancelled, we're we're insured for. But you know, unfortunately, like most event cancellation policies, there were exclusions around uh, pandemics and contagious disease, and uh, you know, we're in we're in that same boat. So we, uh, you know, we pay a lot of money for event cancellation insurance, but uh, that really hasn't uh, benefited us this year. Yeah, it's been a year full of learnings. Um, Greg, what, so, I mean, there's been a lot of talk in the last six to 12 months about events using this as an opportunity to reimagine, to reinvent, to adapt, to consider doing things different. What would you say would be one of the biggest challenges that events need to be prepared for in the future? Well, I think. I think obviously the, the the way events have to be managed in a COVID safe way is a big challenge. How long that will last for, um, that's hard to know. It may start to ease off a bit from around the middle of the year, but um, you know it may it may continue. So that's a real challenge to to you know managing the event, the event operation, and trying to provide a good experience for your patrons in an environment where there's a lot of restrictions and you know like a music, we're running a music festival. You're not out of a mosh pit or people are not allowed to sing and some of them are allowed to dance but you're not allowed to do this and you're not allowed to do that so like it's sort of anything that's got to do with having fun seems to uh not not be allowed nowadays so that's that's a bit difficult for events but um yeah look i think i think the future should be pretty bright for events i mean people want to get back out there now you know the economy's going to be doing pretty well everybody is uh nobody's going overseas everybody's looking for domestic tourism and travel and uh, other experiences, event experiences. So, you know, I think events generally are in a really good position if people can uh, just get themselves through to that, um, you know, to, the, to being able to deliver their events. I think most most events uh, will do really well in 2021. So that's the, that's the bit of a silver lining. I mean, it's uh, the ups and downs and, you know, you have a bad year this year. and uh, But next year, everybody should have a, have, have a really good year. You know, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, using the time to reinvent yourself. I mean, everybody, you know, all events have a lot of things that they'd like to do, but they never seem to get around to being able to do it. There's always never enough time. So uh, this year has given, given people the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the luxury of, of that additional time to uh, to do stuff and to plan. They've got, to, if you do an annual event, you've now got, you know, a whole extra year up your sleeve to, to do some planning and just do some stuff. I mean, in our case, you know, work on uh, you know work on new events as well. So it's given our team uh, time to work on new events and new ideas that we've uh, 
you know, that we've had that we simply didn't have the time. So, you know, that's been uh, fantastic. And that's really what's kept us going is being able to, you know, not, not, uh, be glum and slum around and, and be concerned, but to say, well, let's look towards next year, let's look to do some new things and, and focus on that. And, um, you know, so that's been, that's been exciting. So, yeah. I think that for me is one of the most exciting things from this is it's given events the opportunity to just stop and reassess and, and to put a bit of creative thinking into their events because we did, you know, pre-COVID, I mean, I had a lot of conversations with events about reinvigoration and how to keep your event fresh and and the biggest challenge around that was they just didn't have time. You know, nobody had time to just stop and think about their event in a different way. So I think this is exciting because I hear a lot of events are, have, you know, had a good think about what they're doing. We just had announced here in Toowoomba today that our local festival, Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers, so they've had time to review and assess their strategic direction and they're now going to be a month-long event uh, rather than 10 days as of next year and introducing all new elements, which will be fantastic. So I think there's been some exciting outcomes and I think there'll be some more to come as well. Yeah, well, definitely. It's, it's been, it's, uh, you know, really when you've, when you've got all that time, you've got to work out something to do with it and, and people have always had ideas you know everyone has everyone in events has some fantastic and creative ideas about what they might want to do and mm. but as you say there's never enough time to, to implement them and now uh, now you know now there has been that time and you know I'm sure a lot of the good ideas that people have had uh, are now going to be um, they're going to become reality which is fantastic so uh, bring on 2021 yes so one final thing Greg do you have any recommended resources or go-to networks that you recommend you would recommend to other events? Hmm. Not uh, look. We've been working with um, you know. Obviously, we've been working with our tourism mm-hmm. partners, uh, T- Tourism Events Queensland, in the festival side of things. We've been music festival side of things. Uh, we've. Uh, been a founding member of a new um, new organisation that's been set up called the Australian Live Business Music Council to represent uh, you know small and medium live music operators such as ourselves. So that's been uh, you know that's been a useful um, new uh, representative for this sector of the I- industry, which is really small and fragmented. Has really not had any had any uh, representation or association to represent itself. So that that's been good, but. Um, you know, other than that, we've just sort of stuck to our knitting and put our heads down and bums up and just got on with um, doing what we need to do to um, to make sure that we're going to have a successful 2021 once once this all, uh, you know, once the um, once once it all starts to improve. Excellent, and I think creating those alliances and networking in with other events is really important because nearly everybody yeah. is with something similar. Yes, yeah, no, definitely. It's good to be able to speak to other operators uh, and other events, you know, not even similar events to yours, but just other events uh, to get, you know, ideas and work, you know, workshop sort of issues and, and that, you know, Lee, there's a lot of new stuff happening. There's a lot of new challenges out there that need to be need to be dealt with. So if you can, um, you know, if you can work together with others and, and learn from them and they can uh, learn from you, I think that's, uh, you know, that's a, that's a plus plus. It's a win-win for, uh, for everybody. So, yeah, it's definitely... Um, 
definitely there's a lot more of that happening nowadays. And as you say, particularly people with more time on their hands, they, mm. you know, they, a lot of people have struggled and, and have needed to reach out, whereas they, they, they may not have done that before. So, um, yeah, that's been a real feature of this year. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Linda. There you go. Another great chat with an event expert. Make sure you check out our other episodes in this event expert series for more practical insights, different perspectives, and loads more hot tips. Mm -hmm.